Even colder open, even colder open. Welcome to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the air. And I'm your host, Asterios Kokodos. With us always is Sarantia. Hello, Burr. I'm so cold. Look, we had just recorded a cold open that lasted, no joke, an hour and 16 minutes. Oh, it was great. We talked at length. (laughs) We were supposed to just do a quick thing. I had this quick thing. Then we were going to go to this Try Guys SNL thing. Then we are going to go back to the cold open. So now this is the cold open and the cold open is the show. I want to be the next SNL cast member. I'm sorry? And here's why I should be a contender. Jake Novak would have fucking owned this skit. You haven't seen it yet. I don't even care. I haven't seen it yet either. I want to see who the fuck they got to play Zach because nobody on earth could have been better than Jake Novak. I 1 million percent agree that the little guy should have been Jake Novak. All right. Apparently, SNL did a sketch about the Try Guys, which to me, I took as good news because I was like, well, now we don't have to talk about this anymore. Yeah, because once the boomers on SNL get their hands on it, we universally agreed that that's it's not funny or relevant anymore, right? It, it, SNL has like a death touch. Like the moment they touch it, it is irrelevant. But I went on Twitter and I was like, I don't have to watch this SNL sketch, do I? And a bunch of our listeners reached out and they were like, I have been putting off watching this SNL sketch because I've been waiting for you to watch it first. Well, here you go, you sick perverts. We're about to watch it. All right, we're going to watch the thing. Some context. All of these like Try Guy super simps are coming out and they're being like, this SNL sketch was written by one of Ned's friends. It's a very pro-Ned SNL sketch. And SNL should disclose that Ned's friend, who went to Yale, by the way, wrote the sketch. And it's like, how do you know this guy's friends with Ned? And they're like, well, because they follow each other on Instagram. I hate that, that that's like considered to be an endorsement of something when you're following someone on Twitter. Like, I've noticed people like calling out other people. Like, I follow fucking Cernovich on Twitter. You think I fucking endorse Everything that comes out of that guy's mouth? Absolutely not. I followed a lot of people for a long time because I was just like, I want to see what these creepy creeps are up to. Yeah, you just got to keep track of what people are up to. I hate that people are like getting all upset about that now. Yeah, so people are getting upset about that. And they're also saying that like the SNL sketch isn't funny because it misses the point. Look, I don't know. People are mad about the SNL sketch and now they're going on TikTok and they're like crying into their TikTok phones about, by the way, that is unironically maybe the most boomer thing I've ever said. Their TikTok phones? They're crying into their TikTok phones. If you start calling it the clock app, I'm going to have to divorce you. You know, Nico calls it that, but you can tell she's kidding. I would be serious. Yes, you would be. If I said that. Anyway, people, so now there's this like, fourth wave of discourse about SNL's reaction to the Try Guys' reaction to Ned sleeping with... And by the way, this is something that we didn't find out until after we recorded two episodes of this. Ned was fucking one of his own employees, which is different. Wait, that's confirmed now? Yes. We know that? That's confirmed. okay. It's like, look, this whole time I thought the story was that like, Ned, a BuzzFeed employee, was fucking another BuzzFeed employee. And I was kind of like, it seems like that's all there is to do if you work at BuzzFeed is to fuck someone else. Because Lord knows you're not making content people watch anymore. Yeah, I assume that all of the Try Guys are fucking people that aren't their wives. Yeah, but like, it's not mad. You can't go out there fucking your employees. Look, you can't go out there secretly fucking your employees. At one of my old jobs, we had to watch a video, and it was like, if you want to fuck one of your employees, here's what you got to do. 
the moment, as soon as the fucking happens, you go to HR, the both of you, and you're like, we officially disclose that we are getting it wet. Ew. Like, we officially, like, on paper, I'm letting you know, like, I went down on this girl for about an hour last night. Hello, yes, uh, that smell coming from the supply closet, I'd like to explain that. Yes, apparently you're allowed to fucking employee. It's, uh, what is it, it's called, if the contact is welcome, it's not just consensual, it's also like, if the contact is, like, welcome. So let's say you're fucking one of your employees and it, the contact is welcome. That's great. We all have a good time. Welcome contact. Welcome contact. Then two months later, she wants to break up, but I'm still sending her my dick pics. Those are unwelcome dick pics. Unwelcome dick pics. And therefore, now you got to go. Your dick is not welcome here. Exactly. There's a thing. I'm not kidding. The word was welcoming. It was They would use this word a lot. I'm... Like, the content has to be welcome, welcome. It has to be like, you know those like nice signs that moms can buy at Target where it's like, in this house, we like believe in In this Doctor house, Who. we do dick pics. In this house, we do dick pics. And Jesus and dick pics are always welcome. Yeah. You gotta have one of those signs. In this house, we do dick pics. Dick pics always welcome. So if Ned and the, and the, uh, the, the, the other person They'd gone in front of the other Try Guys and on their weird couch in front of that weird wall. And they'd been like, we are fucking each other's brains out. Then the other Try Guys would be like, well, you've just closed it. Now maybe let's see if we can turn this into some content. Boom, now you got a Pornhub series. Uh, yeah, they could have. And according to TikTok, that's where the big bucks are. Pornhub? Yeah. Really? I, I bet there would be a real market for Ned Porn. Next to the attractive one, he's the most attractive one. Yeah, I think Pornhub now is like YouTube after they nuked everything off the site where you weren't like a verified uploader. You can't upload videos. But uh, now I think you make money per view. I didn't. I learned that just today. We were having lunch today. Rancho was telling me she was watching a girl on TikTok and the girl on TikTok was like, I'm trending on Pornhub so I don't have to work today. And I was like... In my mind, you made money from porn once. It's like you shoot the video, you sell it to Brazzers. There's, I was like, there's no royalties in porn. But Rancho's telling me that there's a rev split with Pornhub. I mean, now there is if you make porn. Like if you're a cam girl that just makes porn, like you can still go sell videos to Brazzers, I think. But you get a cut of like a percentage of every video that you upload on Pornhub, I think. I didn't know that. And it's very interesting to me. So there you go. So, so there, maybe that's why everyone's mad at Ned because he closed this lucrative revenue stream. Yeah, he ruined the brand. It's just like my friend said. The brand. The goddamn brand. All the right. wholesome, chungus brand. It's been ruined. All right, well, look, let's watch this SNL thing. <laughs> I'm so excited. All right. Welcome to CNN Today. I'm Laura Fields. Let's go right to the White House with our very own Colin O'Dirty. Colin? Thanks, Laura. President Biden just reiterated his steadfast support for Ukraine after last night. I'm sorry, I'm just hearing... Colin? Uh, Colin, is everything okay? And that's confirmed. I'm going to hit pause here. Let's make bets. Are either one of us going to smile even one time during this? Yeah, probably for the wrong reason. I mean, I just don't like what I'm seeing already because... Uh, the, this is real bad acting, even for sketch comedy. Exceptionally bad. I thought they were doing it on purpose. I don't think they are. All right, let's... Oh, and then also, you know the little song they had at the beginning? Like, da 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 That's like the song that used to come with, like, Apple iMovie. 
That was like the old Apple iMovie breaking news song. It's like, you're Saturday Night Live. You have 51 years of news sketches. Like, you can't have original music. You have a band there. You're going to use, like, the royalty-free music that YouTube serves to people? Yeah, just set up a microphone and get the band to play some, like, smooth jazz or some, wait, whatever CNN. I feel like you could just... No, they're known for smooth jazz. Just pull out the, the, what's it called, uh... Morse code yeah. thing, put something, and then tell the band to go to town, like, G- smooth jazz, and then over it. It'll be CNN's new thing. Anyways. Sorry, Laura, I'm getting breaking news that the Try Guys have now, in fact, responded <laughs> to the whole Ned Fulmer situation. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, what? Well, it's obviously an evolving story, but CNN can confirm that the Try Guys have released an official YouTube video clapping back at ex-Try Guy Ned Fulmer, the wife guy Try Guy. See, wife guy. I believed you the whole time. I just wanted to solidify it. Concert. <laughs> it's a sad day indeed, Colin O'Doherty, the White House. I'm going to be honest, Colin. I don't know what any of that is. <laughs> This was a CNN mug. See how this lady's got like a mug that says CNN on it? Yeah. Who does that? How many times are you watching like ABC News with Sam Donaldson and Sam Donaldson's like, mm-mm, time to drink some ABC cocoa for my ABC mug? Uh, well, listener, I don't watch TV or I don't watch the news. I sure as shit watch TV, but I don't watch CNN, so I don't know. I just don't think, the- look, oh, here's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make sure we never get to the sketch part of this. Can you tell? Yes, I can. I get all my news from Twitter.com. If it's not on Twitter, I don't know about it. All right, I'm going to hit play. That is true. In the world is a try guy. Laura, how do you not know the try guys? Oh, they're BuzzFeed pranksters who try stuff, like trying fingernail polish or weird haircuts. Hell, they're even tried eating bugs. Gotcha. Back to President Biden. Russia is escalating threats to the West with a tax plan. Sorry to, inter- so- sorry to interrupt, Laura. This is unbelievable. I'm told we actually have the three remaining Try Guys on the line <laughs> ready to talk. Are you there, Try Guys? There's a lot of recognition applause. The moment the Try Guys were mentioned, people started laughing just at the mere mention. Someone mentioned Ned Fulmer and people were laughing. And now... It's a picture of the SNL cast members, but they, they're on the white couch and that we made fun of last week and with the shitty wall. That wig looks terrible. Uh, Jake Novak would have crushed this role. <laughs> look at the guy in the middle. Look at his wig. The mere thought of the Try Guys is driving this audience into hysterics. Like They haven't even done any jokes about the Try Guys yet. I mean, I'm laughing at the fact that they got the outfits pretty accurate. <laughs> I like the look. This looks perfect. You throw money in a situation, you can make something look perfect. Somebody at SNL, damn, sat down and watched that video. Hello. Hello. Hi. Wow. First off, Eugene, Zach, Keith, it's an honor. (laughs) Thank you. This is, yeah, it's, it's just surreal. There's a lot of anger on this couch. Um, okay, well... Do we need this straight man going like, "Mm, the Try Guys aren't that big a deal? Like... Yeah, what is her role here? It's... uh, It's just a straight man. 
it's not good, necessary, or funny. Yeah, it seems like it's just kind of slowing everything down. It's like, oh, we get it. This is this is not important. It's, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we get it. There are more important things in the go- world going on than a guy cheating on his wife. Okay. We're having fun with this right now, though. We'll play with your stupid toy next. Shut up. Try, guys? Yeah. I'm trying to understand why this story is such a scandal. Was this affair non-consensual? No. Worse. He committed the heinous act of having a consensual kiss and not telling us his friends. I'm sorry, why is that heinous? Well, you have to remember the power dynamics, Laura. He's a try guy and she's a food baby. (laughs) That's really funny. That's very funny. (laughs) What now? Well, we've conducted an internal review with a team of HR professionals and are no longer working with white guy, wife guy, try guy, Ned. I don't know what else to say. He has to pay. Okay, wow. So the full story is that your friend had a side chick and you fired him? Yes, we had no choice. And we hope he is somewhere on his back with a bullet in his brain. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have to remember, Laura. You have to remember, Laura, the side chick was a food baby. You keep saying that. What is a food baby? Food Babies is a spin-off food show on the Try Guys channel, you idiot. Okay, okay, stop. Turning back to the actual news, Iran is on the cusp of a new cultural revolution. Now, look, I don't know that you should say turning back to the actual news. It seems like you're being judgmental of your co-workers beat here. Your fellow standing reporter is clearly like on some sort of YouTuber Try Guy beat to kind of disparage what they're passionate about yeah that's not that's not very nice and quit biting his bit (laughs) yeah exactly look i get your lead anchor okay person whose name hasn't been provided to us laura her name is laura her name is laura yeah dude start the sketch over note where you are i am so confident i want you to note where you are and roll it back Welcome to CNN Today. I'm Laura Fields. Let's eat my shit. I'm sorry. Eat my shit. It was Laura Fields. You're right. No, you're right. That's how confident I was that I was right. Do you have like a cousin named Laura or something? No, I just listen. I have really great listening comprehension skills. You pay attention to the setup characters on SNL's names? Yes, when I'm watching a video, I usually pay attention to the details in the video that I'm watching. So let's say there's like a news reporter and and she's like, uh, hey, there's a new guitar center opening up. And then Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World show up. You're spending a lot of time thinking about that initial news reporter before they're interrupted by like the funny antics. If fucking no short-term recall strikes again. I mean, yes. I... Chad face. Yes, I do remember all the details of the video I just watched. Then what's about... the name of the, of the Irish guy? Uh, Something, oh, Dirty. Well, let's find out. Dur- dirty was in his last day, which was fucking weird right to the White House with our very own Colin O'Darity. Colin? Colin O'Darity. You look at it in, but the subtitles translates it as O'Darity. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. She funny. pronounces it wrong. It's it's like O'Doherty. All right, well, going back to the Try Guys. Okay, Hitting play again. Turning back to the actual news, Iran is on the cusp of a new cultural revolution. Being cut, led by- cut back to us. No! <laughs> 
Due to the trauma we are facing, our editors are working around the clock to remove any trace of Ned from past Try Guys content. This is the battle of our lives. Bro, Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce. It's gonna be okay. Cut back to us. Look at me. This is the face of grief. No, it's not. It is, though. And just FYI, we are still going to be releasing some previously filmed branded videos. So yeah, you might see Ned in Sweet Green Presents, the Try Guys Try Salad with bugs on top. <laughs> Why is the CNN director taking these camera cues from the Try Guys? You think the CNN director would be listening to Laura Fields, who's the lead anchor? You would think. One would think. The Try Guys overwhelming charisma is so powerful that it has taken hold of the CNN uh, switch guy. Obviously, there's the guy to switcher, but he takes his orders from the director. But the director has also been hypnotized by Eugene's nipples, which are uh, uh, not visible in this video, but I think in the original one, you could get some. Oh, you could see them. Those things could cut glass. Our adorable new mineral turtles, you better keep them away from Eugene's chest. I will. Then we're going to have twice as many turtles. Twice as many half turtles. But at what cost? <laughs> at the cost of Eugene's nipples. All right. I'm going to, no, look, I'm going to stop watching this comedy sketch now if that's okay with you. There's okay. like a minute or two. Yeah, left. I don't give a fuck either. Look, I've kind of, but here's what I will say. No, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. They did a good job. I liked it. I, I'll eat my words. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I think the music adds something. The fact that they're acting like it's such a big deal. Yeah, it, it was It was pretty good for an SNL sketch. Yeah. And look, there's about a minute left of this sketch, and I'm not going to watch it, but I'm sure it's great, okay? Yeah. Okay? You, you think it'd be great? I think it'd be fine for an SNL sketch. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. It's McDonald's. What do you want? Nom, nom, nom. All right. A listener of ours sent me a bunch of TikToks of people complaining about the SNL sketch. Oh, people are like mad at this? People are mad at this. Now, I'm, I'm going to play a couple of them and let's just kind of see how far we can get through them. All right. So here's a TikTok. It's got 86,000 hearts. That's a, is that a lot of hearts? That's Yeah, that's a lot of hearts. The name of this person is Sarah Copywriter. Okay. So I guess they really want us to know that they're an advertising copywriter. Very good copywriter. All right. Let's see how. Let's see what Sarah says. I have so many opinions on the SNL Try Guys skit. And if you haven't seen the skit, here's your 15-second summary. Essentially, there is a CNN reporter who is in front of the White House addressing Ukraine and Russia, and then it cuts to the Try Guys skit. And Iran. And Iran. Into it, the Try Guys are overly emotional, like upset. He was our friend. And another CNN reporter is like, uh, a guy had a side piece and got fired. Why are we talking about this? There's this is longer than 15 seconds. Fine. Basically, the entire thing is mocking the Try Guys' response to the situation and the fans for being upset. Now, here's the interesting thing. I get that SNL is meant to make fun of situations. I think what is about to come next is going to be a demonstration about this person does not get it. SNL is meant to make fun of situations. I get that SNL is supposed to make fun of situations, but a guy cheating on his wife, he was the wife guy. You've got too far. You're done, SNL. You're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> SNL is over party. Was SNL was never under. SNL was never, yeah. Yeah, you say over, and I think it should be under the ground. Yes. But uh, yeah, no, that's a reverse. SNL is under party. How can, you can party. how can you cancel something that it's like to cancel something means that at one point it was greenlit. Well, at one point it had begun. Right. <laughs> it never got started. I enjoyed some of their skits making light of different situations. And there's always a butt of the joke. I get that. But I think their take on this situation is incredibly telling because they're totally protecting Ned. 
And I think it's worth noting that we know for a fact Ned has friends in the SNL writing room, <laughs> which is interesting. But their take on the situation, which is incredible. The situation. Socially complex situation is that. Take a shot every time she says the word situation. God, is this what it's like listening to me? And what are what are my go-tos? Perfunctory. No. Uh, ostensibly. Your I say go-to is calling people or things fat. Fat. Yeah, take a shot every time I call somebody fat then, I guess. You were trying die. to kill our audience? <laughs> the situation. The situation is I'm trying to kill our audience. There is no situation. There were four truck guys. Now there's three. Soon there'll be two, and then there'll and then there'll only be one left. Like in the Squid Games, the yes. last game when they have to kill each other. Exactly. They have to strangle each other with pasta noodles as they're trying everything on the Italian gar- or Olive Garden menu. I would want them to try every shape of noodle. I would like them to try every fist formation. What punching each other in the jaw? The try guys try to break one another's bones. Some of the, but you're never going to break Eugene's bones. Not as, not that jawline. Definitely not. Oh my God. Got to kick him in the ribs or something. Good luck. We know he's not wearing you're, a bulletproof vest. You can see his nipples. How are those little guys going to kick that high? They can't reach his ribs. Zach can't. Keith might. A guy had a side piece and got fired. That's kind of an overreaction. When the reality of the situation is that a owner of a Hollywood adjacent Media and entertainment company. Hollywood adjacent. Oh fuck you! What do we, look? This is yo. Here's a, here's a weird thing. Look, I kind of agree with this lady. You can't go around fucking your employees. You can't secretly fuck your employees. Do it out in the open or not at all. But like, she's making me feel bad for having that opinion. She's making me feel like a real killjoy. I mean, yeah, you can't be fucking your employees. And I agree with her, too, but it's like nobody's making fun of them because the girl was an employee. I bet most people that know about this don't know that she was an employee. You didn't. I bet they're making fun because they're making fun of him because he's the wife guy. Yes. The wife guy cheated on his wife. That's it's not that's not why they're making fun of him. Yes, exactly. Wife guy commits hypocrisy that's great it's very it's funny. like when you find out like a republican senator is trying to get some gay sex in a delta bathroom glory hole yeah it's like fun like if keith i don't know if keith's married but if if a single try guy had fucked an employee i don't think anybody would have gave as much of a shit it wouldn't be a story yeah exactly it would be creepy it'd be like hey is there literally no one else to fuck yeah unfortunately the world is filled with creepy assholes uh, yeah ex- yes exactly it's like they keep they keep going like oh the there's 20 of us here, 20 employees at Try Guys. And it's like, okay, you're the Try Guys. You can find someone that's not one of these 20 people, 17 of whom I'm sure are dudes. Or like editor bros with glasses and visors and shit. Every chef in America would be appalled to hear you say you shouldn't fuck people you work with. Restaurants are different and we both know that. Yeah, because that's just, whoa, that's just one big pile of incest. Because, because with a restaurant, it really is self-care. Really? It's like you're back there. You want to die. It's like you either become a coke addict or a sex addict. There's nothing in between. My self-care when I worked at Shemuffalo Shemuffalo was stealing uh, silverware because yeah. my apartment, like at college, I don't think I ever paid for a set of silverware for our apartment. Neither did any of my roommates. I got us a whole set. I'm got proud of you. Plateware, too. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really proud of you. Self care is shoving things down your pants, shuffle shuffling to walk them out of the building. You got to do something because it's horrible. Exactly. With millions of followers, 
had an allegedly year-long affair with an employee. Alleged? Now you're throwing in allegedly? Now you're worried about getting sued? Now is the time we put in allegedly? What do you mean allegedly? He admitted it. He admitted it. He released an Instagram thing. Yeah, like alleged. He alleges against himself, I guess. Yeah, sure. Okay. Allegedly. That put his company, his friend's company, and everyone's jobs at risk while continuing to capitalize on the relationship that he has with his wife and kids, which is his entire brand. Wait, pause. And pause. now he's... Wait, what do you mean put their jobs at risk? I don't... I don't if they, care. If they... If they if he, he's the owner of the company. What is... I mean, he risking besides looking like a douche on the internet? I don't think he jeopardized anybody's jobs. It kind of belies your concern, which is the you're, you're concerned about the health of the Try Guys as like a content franchise. You're like, they might be risking the Try Guys. I might not get content every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. The brand is soiled. It's been irrevocably shat upon. I'm going to listen to a little bit more of this person. I'm going to try someone else. Yeah. Facing the consequences of that action. A man in power in entertainment is facing the consequences of his immoral action. Oh. Look. Hey, again, we're basically on the same page here, copywriter Sarah. There is no reason to go this hard at Ned. We could just call him a dumbass fuck up. He's not Harvey Weinstein. Let's chill out. Yeah. Like, this... He's not fucking Dan Schneider getting put away. Uh, uh, yeah. I guess Ned got made an example of. It's like when you win a. That's such a small victory on yeah. this scale. Yeah, this is uh, this is weird. Okay, we're gonna try someone else because I don't feel super comfortable beating up on Sarah for ten minutes. It's like I don't know who this person yeah, is. Yeah, I really don't want to give a shit what copywriter yeah, Sarah see, says let's anymore. Let's see what. Okay, here's uh, here's what someone else wrote or said. What's really getting me about the SNL situation that just occurred is that Ned has publicly stated that a friend of his from Yale currently writes for SNL. They keep bringing up this Yale. My God, who gives a shit? The, are you all now just realizing that people who go to Ivy League schools might have a leg up in industry, in any, any industry? Yeah, what the fuck? Why do they keep hammering on this? Like, okay, let's assume for the sake of argument that this is true, that Ned every night goes home and touches tips with a writer from the SNL room that he went to Yale with. Let's assume that that's true. Who fucking cares? Is SNL really have that tight of a grip on the cultural zeitgeist of America that the, them making fun of the Try Guys instead of Ned is going to cause like a shift in the social fabric and how in how we view men in power in corporations and them taking advantage of that power? Fuck off. Like, even if that were true, which I'm not convinced it is, I think they just fucking follow each other. Like, have you talked to, when was the last time you talked to, I talked to maybe four people I went to college with total. And let me tell you, people know I am damn, people that know I am associated with those people fucking know I'm associated with those people. It's not just because we follow each other on Instagram. Like, you can see very clearly who I communicate with from college. But no, fuck you. Even if that were true, why do you care so much? They feel like they've got this gotcha. And again, look, I'm not, I don't want to be like standing up for Ivy Leaguers, but it's like, 
Conan O'Brien went to Harvard. Like so many people who like wrote for The Simpsons that we all like went to Harvard. Am I happy that like they all went to Harvard? No. Everyone who went to Harvard should go straight to hell. Of course they should. They're richer than me. I hate them and I want them all to die. But I do like those those seasons of The Simpsons. This bitch is going to shit her pants when she finds out what a super pack is. <laughs> This whole thing implies that Ned is completely unable to take the fact that the consequences of his actions are occurring, like, at all. I don't understand this bitch's sentence structure. What do you mean Ned can't take the fact that... Is he in the writer's room now? Did Ned write this? The other person said something similar where they're like, this is all just Ned refusing to take responsibility it's like this is a comedy sketch up like for 12 year olds for 12 year olds and 122 year olds <laughs> like it's a little comedy bit like this is not calm down calm down two things must have happened for this to have been a thing he either contacted his friend who works at snl and was like hey i'm pissed can you please help me out here or his friend agrees with him <laughs> but i Oh, yeah. One of two things are true. Either Ned came to you and said, help me mitigate this PR crisis with the sketch. Or the guy was like, oh, my beans are so burnt over my best friend, Ned. Can't possibly be because somebody unassociated with Ned saw, got on Twitter that morning was like, haha, the wife got cheated on his wife. Let's write a sketch about it. I mean, this is national news. It shouldn't be. But like before we did that episode about the Try Guys, I read like the CNN article and I read the Newsweek article. Like that's what SNL does. They make fun of the news that week. Yeah, regrettably it is national news. Yeah. Lady. I'm not happy about it, but like to act that the only way there'd be a try guy sketch is if there's like secret collusion is weird. Secret Ned collusion. They're taking like th like conspiracy levels yeah. of media control that you usually see between like schizophrenic people on Twitter and applying it to like this guy doing an oopsie for his own personal brand. Yeah, this is like QAnon level thinking. Yes. It's like, yo, SNL, SNL made fun of something. that They do that sometimes. Did, last year, didn't SNL do a sketch about Chapo Trap House? I think so. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, yeah, SNL did a sketch, so obviously it's a form of subtle mind control. This sketch looks so bad for Ned. It makes everything look so much worse because it implies that Ned used his connection at SNL to try and make it look like he is a victim of his of the consequences of his actions. <laughs> they keep using this. It's like they're all eating from the same word salad trough. Yeah, no, that is what people on TikTok do, do, is you just put a bunch of words together and <laughs> put it on the internet. Like, I watched a girl talk today. I watched a girl uh, make a TikTok. She was like, uh, the problem with being inclusive in spaces, blah, 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 uh, labor taking advantage of employers taking advantage of employees, and also as a business major. I was like, as a what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to... I can't keep going with this. So I'm going to show one more. Okay. This this one I, I have seen shared around on Twitter. Uh, it's got 78,000 hearts, so whatever. Oh, and it's a person wearing a sweatshirt that says SNL. 
talking into a phone and they have like a like a, a baseball cap on like they're a bro hey ned former it's me yeah your old yale friend who's now an snl writer uh-huh so when i'm writing the sketch you need me to say that it was consensual multiple times okay we can do that what if we don't say that it was cheating for a year what if we say it was one little kiss ned former no one needs to know that your whole personality and brand is based on you loving your wife that's what i'm saying such a misconduct is not a big deal in the workplace so instead of saying she was your subordinate what if we say she was a food baby uh-huh. Yeah, I like that too. If someone's watching this and they don't know anything about this very nuanced situation, uh, you- This very nuanced situation. Is this what conservatives see when they hear liberals talking? Yeah, and sometimes Tucker Carlson plays videos like this on a show. And then makes fun of it like we do? Yeah. No, and he's more like, this is sick. Really? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's a lot easier than trying to tell jokes. It's so easy. Because I'm playing these clips and I'm like, and I'm running out of ways to say this is stupid. But if what, and like to try to make it funny, but if I was just like, another disgusting parade in this liberal circus of ho- nightmare horrors. Of this liberal wig shop. <laughs> Would you say bread? I said parade, but oh. I like bread. Another twist in this liberal, evil liberal wig braid <laughs> parade. Yeah, this very nuanced situation. If you know nothing of this very nuanced situation, then uh, yeah, your life will probably go on great because uh, it's a try guy and not a politician. It's not that nuanced. The wife guy cheated on his wife. They bring up that he's a wife guy immediately in the sketch. Like, they bring up the wife guy thing. Yeah, and what did you guys expect SNL to do? Like, it's to the point, it's not funny to just make fun of Ned anymore. Like, the the culture, it sat, it sank in, and by the time SNL gets on the air, they gotta make fun of the Try Guys for making fun of Ned. There's a much simpler point, which is Ned didn't make a video. They're SNL. They have to make fun of a video. That's true. The Try Guys did make that really cringy, weird video, and it was very dramatic. The Try Guys did not have to make that video at all. They made everything worse with that stupid video, and they, again, they didn't really didn't make it clear that the problem was it was a dude secretly fucking one of his employees. Yeah. They spent so much fucking time in that stupid video talking about the brand, and we immediately called HR and PR, and we immediately edited things out, and you're going to see some videos that are, that we've paid for that are branded. It's like... Yo, how about you say, hey, we're the Try Guys. We don't want people secretly fucking employees here. It's not healthy for a workplace culture. That's why we got rid of Ned. Yeah, they didn't say that. They centered it entirely on themselves. On their stupid fucking brand. And like, don't worry. You're going to see videos of us uh, trying some Old Navy brand pants. But Ned will be. It's like, oh, maybe if you took the stance like from the first place that this was your problem with it not that it went away your your stupid fucking buzzfeed values it seems like their problem with what ned did was that it threatened their jobs yeah if their problem was that the dude was secretly fucking an employee four and a half minutes of their video should have been about that it wasn't. They kind of don't care about that. I don't think they were jeopardizing their jobs. And this is what I was talking about earlier is like they were sh- the lady who was like, he put his friend's jobs in danger. I think by that, the only correct interpretation that Ned put his friend's job in danger is that Ned did that because he was a shithead who could no longer capitalize on this fake image that he had created. 
I completely agree with you that there is no actual danger. Also, there's never any danger in entertainment. People like you until they don't. Yeah. It happens all the time. At one point, we all saw Steve Gutenberg movies, and then we didn't. But, like, no, the Try Guys did feel like their jobs were in danger. The Try Guys felt that Ned doing this reflected badly on them. Yeah, it's on. It's not about like, yeah, no, I agree with you that they fired him not because they have like moral qualms with him dating an employee, but because uh, it's bad for their image. Yeah, they fired him because they saw what he did as a threat to the health of their brand. Yeah. Not because what he did they considered to be like unacceptable in the workplace yeah that's probably what the video should have been about if they didn't want to get clowned on like that yeah exactly listener take this piece of advice from me is i was talking to a friend about this the other day don't make a video because the person that makes a video is the one that gets clowned on like we're talking about that girl that cheated uh, with Adam Levine and because I've seen so much discourse about like can we start holding men accountable instead of like uh, bashing the other women which yes of course Adam Levine is responsible for keeping Adam Levine's dick in Adam Levine's pants but like Adam Levine didn't make a video like Tiger Woods I just assume every celebrity is cheating on their wife all the time Tiger Woods fucked how many people I can't even remember their names because they kept their mouth shut they didn't make a TikTok video like the reason why both of them can be dickheads like adam levine could be a dickhead and also this bitch could be a stupid homewrecking dumb bitch like both could be true at the same time so of course she's getting clowned on she's the one that made the dumb video so don't make a video (laughs) you make a video because you want people to like you yeah like that's why you make a video you make a video because people don't like you right now and you think if i make a video they might like me again i 100 agree don't make a video You go out there and you make a video begging for people to forgive you and begging for them to like you again. Like, no one's going to want to. I don't want you to go begging for me to like you again. That's weird. That's weird beta behavior. You reveal celebrities the classic way. You go on Tumblr and you make a way too long post about it. That's how we used to uncover celebrities being bad back in the day. It's how we got Davi from Blood on the Dance Floor out. Tumblr, bring back Tumblr. If we can't use it for porn, we should use it for outing sexual predators. Okay, if you've got to make any kind of apology at all, make the stupid Apple Notes screenshot thing. Yeah. Because that looks like it literally took you no time at all and you kind of could care less. And also, that's very easily written by your publicist. They forward it to you, you post it to Twitter, you're done. Exactly. Mail a copy on cardstock to the President of the United States. Hey, oh, the, wait a minute, though. If people stop apologizing, that'll hurt our show. Oh, damn it. No, continue to apologize into the camera. Beg and grovel for our forgiveness and for us to like you again. I want you to like literally get down on your hands and knees and beg for your Patreon to go back up to where it was when things were quote normal. Right. I want you every inconvenience in your life to make a video about it, ranting about the societal implications of what has just happened and put it on the internet. Put every thought on the internet. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And we will be right back with some more thoughts on the internet. Yeah. I think this might be a good time to tell people what's burning my beans. Oh no, is something burning your beans? My beans are on fire. My beans could be served at like a very fancy, like 15 course Michelin starred restaurant. And you'd be like, these beans are like burnt to crisp. 
and they'd be like, this is disgusting. But, but the chef would be like, ah, 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 that's how we've unlocked the flavor of the beans. You've got to burn the beans till they're black as coal. And then that's how you taste the beans. And then like a rich guy next to that guy is like, oh, yeah, no, these beans do taste a lot better when they're burnt like this. And then Gordon Ramsay walks in and says, what the hell is this? <laughs> really? You don't think Gordon Ramsay would just be a simp for the Michelin star? Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be him looking at the beans. And then there'd be some incredibly overdramatic sound effect playing like, Ta-da! I don't know. I think Gordon. Ram- I think if you gave Gordon Ramsay three star Michelin burnt beans, he'd be like, "Okay, I get it." But he'd be like, "But you shouldn't serve this at like a local pub. Like that would be his problem with the beans. Where you're serving the beans." So why don't you tell me how burnt they are and what's burning them, and then I'll decide if Gordon Ramsay would eat your burnt beans. All right, here's what's burning my beans. Corporations, if you're gonna fuck me, just say so. I get it. You oh gotta boy. fuck me. I get it. I get it. You're gonna, you gotta fuck me sometimes. Just say, hey, we're fucking ya. Let me give you a couple of examples. Yeah, go for it. Today, I received a letter from my water delivery company. They say, Dear Asterios Koganos, at Hydro Bros, that's not the real name. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank you for protecting the moral integrity of our water company. I just don't want somebody calling them up and being like, I'm Asterios Coconos. Send me five million waters. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> At hydrohomies.com, we do our best to deliver the beverages you need when you need them to help keep you happy and hydrated. Okay. Yeah, sounds great. Great. They deliver, they do deliver my water and I am hydrated. I'm drinking H2O, hydrogen, hydration, H, hydration, H2O, I'm hydrated, get it? Okay, you're quite hydrated. Okay. In an effort to help us better deliver on that promise, we are writing to inform you of a change to your delivery fee. Effective 10-9, we're charging you $10 per delivery. In an effort to better help us better deliver on the promise to keep you hydrated, we are doubling the price of your delivery fee? Just be like, hey, gas prices, right? We're going to have to charge you more. Don't give me this, like, song and dance bullshit. In order to fulfill our mission of a fully hydrated world and to keep you operating at optimum hydrational efficiency, we're going to have to really rod. You're going to have to bend way over, and we're going to cram this fee right up your water hole. Oh, my God. Yes. Holy shit. I know exactly what you're talking about, and I fucking hate it. Yes. I got two more examples just off the top of my head. I was a Verizon customer forever, forever a Verizon customer. And they would do this thing where they'd be like, hey, listen, if you let us sell your geodata to anyone we want to, no questions asked, we'll give you a $5 gift card to (laughs) Amazon.com. Did you take it? Of course I took it every time. And like, look, they really, really buried down there that they were like selling my geodata to just China. I mean, they should have just had like a picture of China and a picture of me. And then a couple months ago, they were like, we've re-optimized and reinvigorated the program with all new rewards. While we will be getting rid of gift cards, you'll have all new, all awesome rewards. Like, you'll have the chance to bid on Ed Sheeran tickets. You might not get them. And if you do, you have to pay for them. Now you can bid on the opportunity to see Ed. You know, it's not hard to see Ed Sheeran. 14-year-old girls do it all the time. Yeah, nobody wants to see his fat, disgusting face anymore. Is he a bigger boy? 
I think now he is. He's always been kind of a bigger boy. He's very ugly. Have you seen what Ed Sheeran looks like? I, you know, look, I haven't seen what Ed Sheeran looks like. I just want to point out just how often you call people fat on this show. He is, I, I think, fat, really. Okay, hey, listen. He's got a look, fat face. Look, he may be John Candy Diams big. Like, if we were to, like, crush John Candy down, like, like rend the fat from his blubber and, like, use it to, like, make yams. Look, he may be really big. I'm just saying, your go-to to almost any time I bring someone up on the show is that they're fat. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a very cutting insult. It works every time. Uh, did I say it wasn't effective? Oh, yeah, it's great. Of course it's effective. So do you just walk around the world and it's just everyone and everything fat to you? Yeah, uh-huh. Including myself, very much included. <laughs> yeah, okay. Speak on this a little bit. Uh, you're, you're like, yeah, let's talk about how often you call people fat. Okay, let's talk about it. I call people fat often. Because everyone is fat and everyone needs to lose weight. Okay. <laughs> Literally every person. Okay, now now I'll say this. Now sometimes you, would it be fair to say that sometimes you don't like the way you look in the mirror? Yes. Okay. You, you said you think you look bigger? I think I look, I, I, I think to myself, you think I'm calling other people fat frequently? You imagine how often I call myself fat. I think to myself, I'm fat, if not every day, every couple of hours. Now... What if you stopped calling other people and yourself fat? Do you think you might be happier? Uh, no, because then I wouldn't have a funny joke in my back pocket that I could pull out whatever I wanted. There's nothing else you can do. You I don't have know. to call them fat. You're grinning. I'm grinning. I bet the audience is grinning. I'm ha- We're all having a good time. Ed Sheeran is fat. He also looks like one of those dogs that with the hair that looks like a mop. Like the one on the boat in The Little Mermaid. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know what you're talking Just about. look up Dog from Little Mermaid. Okay, I'm going to look up Dog from Little Mermaid. Okay. And then look up Ed Sheeran. Oh, this is what Ed Sheeran looks like, huh? Doesn't he look terrible? He looks like a podcaster. This guy's famous? This guy is fam- very this famous. This guy. This guy's famous? And 14-year-olds really... Fa- I guess he's like... Very popular amongst young women, but you know, he does look like a dumpster troll. <laughs> you know what he looks like? He looks like, um, you know, that old reality show, The Osbournes? No, what was that about? Oh, it was about Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, fuck. Yes, Karen I do actually Osborne. remember that. Yes, I do remember that. And the rest. He looks like that, like, sixth hidden Osbourne that they wouldn't let on television. They were just like, every time they were shooting the Osbournes, they'd be like, and now you have a very important job. You have to guard the basement. <laughs> he looks like one of the kids from Sister Wives. Does he? <laughs> yeah, he does. They all have that weird flesh-toned facial hair. Really? Click on that picture of him in the black shirt next to the one of him in glasses. One row up. This picture makes him look like a school shooter. He does. Doesn't he? Would you sit next to that kid? I absolutely the fuck would not. He looks like he should be wearing one of those t-shirts with rhinestones on it. It's It's got like a big star in the corner and under it's got like the script that you'd use for a tattoo. It'd be like, live free or die trying or like get money, get bitches or something. No, he does. But look, I'd like to come up with some more positive ways to make fun of his personal appearance. Okay. Because you can tell... 
just calling him fat or ugly. You could tell, like, I don't like that. I mean, I just fired off, like, seven really creative insults Did that had though? nothing. He looks like one of the kids from Sister Wives. Okay, That's none of our hilarious. listeners know that. There's no frame of reference here for our listener. You're on a podcast, you know. Okay, well, does he not look like the dog? <laughs> Little Mermaid. He looks like one of those dogs. He d- No, because I can see his eyes. <laughs> the dog of Little Mermaid's defining feature is that you can't see the dog's eyes. The hair is over the eyes. Ed Sheeran, I can see his eyes too well. I would prefer that Ed Sheeran look like the dog. Maybe that's wish fulfillment on your part. See, maybe it's because you can't see the dog moving, but I feel like the defining feature of the dog is that its fur is ratty and <laughs> disgusting, just like Ed Sheeran's hair. Um, look, I got a hundred pictures of the dog from Little Mermaid up right now. You can't see the dog's eyes. Okay, I, t- I rescind my comment that he looks like the dog from The Little Mermaid. Ed Sheeran looks like one of those dogs that are ratty and disgusting all the time. Okay. Look, I'm going to try to give you some boomer proof. I'll be straight with you here. I'm looking to call him fat and ugly, too. Of course <laughs> okay, I am. Of course. But I'm looking to do it in a classier way. That's what boomers like. We like to be like one hop away from just being like, you're a fat, disgusting, and then a slur. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. How about this? What if we say that Ed Sheeran looks like a guy that got a job at the Apple store? But not because he's good at fixing computers, if you catch my drift. And he's walking around, and he can't help you. But after a while, you're like, you know what? It's kind of my fault for thinking he could. Yeah. Ed Sheeran looks like his tugboat has come in. Yeah. Ed Sheeran, let's pull up this picture of Ed Sheeran again. It's, listener, it's really hard to overstate how disgusting he looks in all of why is he so ugly? And see, again, we don't like boomers. We don't like that word. Here's, okay. Your, here's what we say. We say things like, Ed Sheeran looks like he collects a lot of Gundam models. And if you pick up one of his Gundam models, he'll stop breathing for a second. And if you put it back down in the wrong place, he's going to hit you and it's going to be your fault. And what are you going to do? You, are you going to go to the cops? The cops are going to show up See Ed Sheeran, see the Gundams and go, maybe you shouldn't hang out with this guy anymore. He kind of looks like a frog. <laughs> Look at his eyes. They go two different directions. He does. He he looks like he would be exceptionally good at detecting and evading, not evading, but detecting predators. Like a chameleon, like looking right. up to the right and also down to the bottom. He's got incredible... He has no blind spots now, unfortunately, because of his, because some other stuff that's happening in his life. He's not really good at evading the predators, but he will see them coming. Maybe he can be the one that tells the stronger, faster people, hey, there's predators on the way. I mean, I don't know. It looks like he's going to become the predator. You know what I mean? He looks like a child molester. <laughs> Yeah, no, I get it. That's how your generation would say. Your generation would just straight up call him a pedophile. Yeah. Okay? Now, here's what my generation would do, okay? Are you ready? Tell me. Now, look, am, are you learning anything? Am I getting through to you at all? With yeah, I'm learning boomer humor fucking sucks. Give me my fat jokes. Okay. Even when he's trying to look attractive, he looks terrible. Did you see that? No, I mean, none of these pictures are good. Um, and I wonder, and here's the thing, I feel like if you can find a good picture of Ed Sheeran, like, 
you become the next king of England. <laughs> it's like the so you know the sword and the stone. Yeah, it's like that, but with Ed Sheeran, but with his face. It's weird because and his body. It's so weird because even the professional magazine shoots where right. they sit him down and like there's editors. They aim the makeup gun at him. Yeah. And there's people like post photograph oh, yeah. that's supposed to sit there. Their entire job is to make Ed Sheeran look at any decimal of fuckable and they can't do it. They just get like witchcraft. They're having a lot of trouble. I can see they're having a lot of issues with this guy. This guy, he's the final boss for Vogue magazine. He looks like he was offended by that episode of South Park. Which one? About gingers. Oh. <laughs> like if he wasn't souls. If he didn't ha- if he wasn't famous, he would be on TikTok talking about the trauma that that episode gave him. That's what I think. That's no, what I think his would. life would have diverged to if he had not become Ed Sheeran. Anyways, what were we talking about like corporate speak? Hey, do you want I I have a couple more things just to say about his appearance. Yeah, go ahead. Day. Just because again, I want to try to I want to try to teach you and our listeners like there's a better way to do this. Okay. All right. Ed Sheeran, it looks like you walked in on him at all times, <laughs> and he was doing something. Now I'm not going to say what he was doing because I don't really think it matters. Like whatever he was up to, he shouldn't have been doing in that office, in that restaurant. On that public bus, he looks—he <laughs> looks like you've always caught him committing a crime. Here's a here's a clean uh, Ed Sheeran. Oh, sure, joke. he does look like he uh, always just committed some type of crime because yeah. he always has this smile on his face. Ready? Yes, exactly. Where he's like, I know that you caught me, and you know that you caught me, and I know that you know that you caught me. And really, that's kind of the game. Yeah, that was uh, actually, I've had one person give me that look, Uh or I've had to give one person that look in my lifetime. And I was on an airplane, I was in Spirit Airline, and uh, the flight crew was getting ready to finish everything, and uh, I pulled one of those like little mini nibs of alcohol out of my thing and added it to like my soda that I bought at the airport. And the lady sitting next to me is like, and I sit around and go like this. And you give like, her the smile. Yeah, like, you gonna say something? You want a sip? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. Yeah, go get me kicked off the plane. I'm sure you'd love to sit here for another 45 minutes on the tarmac. Who are you, Jessica Spirit? Would you own Spirit Airlines? Because if you did, you wouldn't be flying Spirit Airlines. Yeah, God forbid I'm trying to make the Spirit Airlines flight a little more enjoyable. I'm already sitting on a piece of cardboard. <laughs> You know, you'd think she'd want you to be drunk as hell because then you're asleep and you're not causing problems. Yeah, exactly. Drunk people just go to sleep. (laughs) I'm into it. All right, let me see if I can come with just one more thing that Ed Sheeran looks like. And then, yeah, we will jump back to the corporate thing. Ed Sheeran looks like he can't wait to give you his opinions on Lolly. (laughs) Like, for good or for ill. I'm not even saying he's got, like, the bad opinion. It's just like... He's just, he's always looking for an opening to be like, oh, you know, in some countries, they have computers and they make that stuff and it's bad. And it's like, none of us were talking about this, Ed. Where did this come from? Why are you talking about this? And he'll be like, oh, well, there was anime on. And it's like, that's not enough. It's not enough. Not even close. That's not enough to bring us to where 
you just couldn't wait to get this little bit out that you have. Yeah, he does. Oh, he looks like an anime person, doesn't that picture in particular you've pulled up is really bad because it gets like his terrible skin texture, which most of the time they're able to Photoshop out. But like, look at his beard and how it's growing in between like his pox marks on his face. The poor guy is just unfortunate looking. No, wait a minute. Okay, now let's think positively for a second. What could we do? What could we do? I think that we have to get rid of this beard, right? Like, this beard is real bad. Yeah, he needs to shave and stay shaved. And I don't think the long hair helps him either. No, he needs a proper haircut and a normal hair color. And he needs to dye his fucking eyebrows so he can have some. Because right now, look at half of the reason why his face looks so dumb is because he does, his eyebrows are blonde, so you can't see them. His, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I didn't even notice that, but that's that is that's bad. Right. He needs to dye his eyebrows so he ha- can have eyebrows. And he, he needs to only be photographed from an angle because his eyes look like a fish. These okay, here's what I don't like about the glasses. They look like they're trying to hide something and there's they there's not enough. There aren't enough glasses in the world to hide what you're trying to hide on this guy's face. You're trying to give this guy's face character because his face looks like a sack of potatoes. Like, you could have Elton John's gigantic glasses on this guy, and I would just be like, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, ooh, part of the problem, too, is the more I look at the beard, the more I realize that the problem is that the beard extends to the neck. Yes. Too. Yeah. I think he needs to clean. Maybe he wouldn't look so terrible if he cleaned the beard up. I don't know how you clean this up, though. Like, I'm looking at that picture. Doesn't he look a little more clean? A little, a tiny bit. Anyways, the bottom line is Ed Sheard is very unfortunate looking. Yeah. Okay. What about this? We shave his head. Not bald. We give him, like, nice short hair. No glasses. No beard. And what if we give him some sort of localized electromagnetic pulse collar that shorts out cameras. Here's what he needs. Didn't Sia have like a face curtain? Yeah. Like she hid her face behind some drapes? Yes. What if he got the full-on Sia? Yeah, he needs to. (laughs) Seriously consider it. Then it's mysterious. What does that guy look like? That guy might look hot. And here's the thing. By the time you're ready to get intimate with Ed Sheeran, it's too late to like, you can't leave. You can't back out. As soon as he takes off his mask and you see his fish eyes, you're paralyzed. Exactly. Like you're in his, you're in his super nice loft, his Soho loft. Okay. You've had a couple. He's had a couple. You've just gone out to like an eight star meal. <laughs> and he These has to drink. These were like so burnt. And you're like, no, they were delicious. And like, you're like, they were not good. I, why would I want to eat like burnt beans? But it's, it's Michelin starred. And then he has to like drink his cocktail through his mask. Like there's a really long, comically long straw that goes in. <laughs> Loopy circles into his mask. But as it goes loopy, it makes a heart, which is turning you on more. Right, exactly. Turn out the lights. And then I like to think that he has like kind of like the Venetian blind. So like he turns the rod and he keeps turning, 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 turning. And then, you know, you see what's up and you're like, you know what? This is kind of funny. I could talk about this as a podcast. Let's do it. You start just going to town on Ed Sheeran's hog. And you just you have yourself a wonderful Tuesday afternoon. Does he wear the hat when you're going down on his hog or no? 
while you're going down in this hog, you you're, you raise your hand up and you just slowly you turn the you turn the. So rod. you show off the look him in the face. I think you turn it closed. Oh yeah, say. that's what. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, no, it'll be sexier for you because you can imagine any anything. And I can imagine anything. You don't say that last part. <laughs> yeah, no. It's a lot. But you say you could imagine it's, uh, it's Hermione. You could imagine I'm Hermione and you're... What's, his, what's the name of Rupert Grint's character? Is it Ron? Ron Weasley. I don't you know can, who You can imagine you're Ron Weasley and he'll be like, you know, that's... I get that a lot. And he'll be like, I always love. What the hell was that? Take off your knickers and let me get a look at your fanny. Imagine that's how Ed Sheeran talks, right? That's how all British people talk, right? I mean, yes, but it's very offensive. <laughs> that's law and order. That, those are their mispronunciations. We're not allowed to use them. Law and order. Law. Law. Law and order. Lor, is my advice to anybody if you want to practice your British accent. I don't know what the fuck it is, but British people when they pull out those vowels, oh, it's so fun. Lor, lor in order. That's not bad. Going down to the store. Keep going. Lor in order. <laughs> now I just like saying lor in order. I like hearing it. Lor in order. Lor in order. Lor in order. I'm going down to the store to pick up a DVD copy of Lor in order. <laughs> I hope the barristers give him the Mickey they do. The barristers give him the Mickey. He wants a good look at my fanny. He told me I have a nice bum hole. He wants to put 500 quid in there, he does. Ed Sheeran? Edward Sheeran. He can't get off unless we're watching Law and Order. (laughs) So anyway, just, just say... Because eBay did the same thing, too. eBay was like, we've refined our eBay Bucks program by getting rid of it completely. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like, yeah. Didn't the movie pass do something like that? Like, They had this big old statement. It was like, movie pass wants to continue supporting our film fanatics by completely changing all of the benefits that you guys like because it's too expensive. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I remember they did that. They did do that. Just tell, you think this, you think this is going to work? You think, like, putting this nice coat of paint on it is going to work? Just tell us, yeah, it's too expensive. We fucked up. I get offended by stuff like that. I really dislike it. I really dislike when there's a clear message you're trying to say over some shitty veil of paint. Like, I was watching TikTok the other day, and I ran into a TikTok of a girl talking about how to ask for an allowance from your boyfriend or like him to pay your rent and her thing was she said don't just ask him for money say i'm looking for a man who i can build with and i want to invest in myself i'm giving you the opportunity to help grow with me and i was like is that actually work on anybody like she says you don't want to come from a place of scarcity saying something like i can't make my rent this money can you help you want to come from a place of surplus being like i have stopped entertaining other men and i would like to focus on exclusivity and someone who can support me and i was like does that work is is there anybody on earth like rich people don't stay rich by just like throwing money away no but remember almost all rich people are born rich that's true but like how many rich people could possibly be in the world that this is a tiktok with how many rich people 
are operating this way to the point where this TikTok has 40,000 likes. All of the TikTok's likes aren't from rich people. It's from 14-year-olds being like, yeah, I'm going to be a, quote, accountant, end quote, one day. Yeah, it's it's just like, it's so weird because I watched that TikTok and then I'm like, why don't you just say, like, I, I want to, da- we're dating and I think you should pay my rent. Like, nobody is going to take anything from what you're saying besides that. I think if you're going to ask a guy to pay your rent, you should come up with a hell of a line. I think you should. And what if you're wearing a cool outfit while you're doing it? And what if you're someplace fun, like uh, at, um, I don't know, uh, one of those uh, foam clubs with the bubbles? Yeah, how the fuck do you even ask a guy to pay your rent? <laughs> well, it seems to me like this advice is hyper-targeted at sex workers who are looking to narrow down their client base. I mean, yeah, but that's like everybody on TikTok now because that's what dating is, according to like a very large section of TikTok. It's I'm sorry? just glorified sex work. Really? No. Yes. Really? Oh, we, dude, we could do a whole episode on this. Like, yeah, the number of times I've been served, like TikTok's basically about sex work or what, what, they used to call back in my day we used to call it freestyling is when a prostitute visits a not we but i know this term from years ago but when a prostitute goes to a club and like gets a not a club but like a restaurant sits down and kind of like observes the room and looks for targets to build their book you know, because they are prostitutes. And that's what they do is they exchange sex for money. It's like the tips on that type of thing, but without saying the quiet part out loud. Like some people on TikTok have managed to convince entire generations of young people that there's just men out there like giving away money to people, like to be their girlfriend. And I, I just want to know if that does exist. Like if it does, good for you. I don't think it does, though. I don't think I don't I don't think the number of people out there that would be like that key that are going to fall for like, yes, I'm investing in you. I, I, I just don't think that those numbers, I, the math ain't math. And OK, look, you're bringing up a couple of things here. Yeah. We both agree it's a real tough pot. Yeah. To get a guy to pay your rent for no reason. That's a tough pot. But let's say I'm a rich guy. And let's say I'm dating someone who's one-third my age, okay? Yeah. I'm like in my 50s, and I'm dating a 19-year-old. Okay, I get it. On some level, like, even if we haven't said the quiet part out loud, like, at some level, like, I'm your sugar daddy, okay? Okay. Now she wants me to pay her rent. You know what? I would be impressed and I would appreciate it if she would put a little thought into lying. (laughs) If she didn't come right out and just be like, Hey, Asterios, you're uh, old and uh, you can't do better than me, so pay my rent. I would love it if you'd pay my rent. Why not be like, hey, I'm looking for someone who I can build a future with. And obviously, the first step to building a future is stability. I'm looking to create some stability for myself right now. If there's anything you could do to help, you know, me, you know, kind of just know that I've got a place to lay my head each night and not have to worry about sleeping in my car, not have to worry about like where am I, where, you know, is the place I'm going to sleep safe? It, you know, if somebody could help create some safety and stability for me, you know, I could maybe create some wonderful experiences for them. Maybe this is why you hate corporate bullshit speaks so much is because you're so good at it. You're did damn you have, right I'm good at did it. Did you have a job at some point where you had to make up shit like this? That's why of course, I work in advertising. If you wanted to buy the things that I was trying to sell you, 
I wouldn't be hired. You don't see many commercials for just like, <laughs> hey, water. It's pretty good, right? You want to drink some water? Ha, ah, water. It's delicious, eh? You know what I mean? No, I do. And I think that's why maybe this is why this uh, corporate bullshit speak is touching such a nerve with both you and I. Because it's badly done. It's poorly done. Very. All of it is. I just it's I I feel like you could do better. There's a better way to message. We got to charge 10. You don't think I understand you got to charge $10 to deliver water. It's very heavy and you're driving all over Brooklyn. And gas is now eight times what it was when I originally bought your water. I get it. Just don't tell me about, like, your ethos of hydration, okay? Yeah, that's what I was saying about that girl. Just come out and say it. Just no, come out and say, very different. I want to have sex for money. Please pay my rent. No. Like, just say it's fine. Like, I am looking to fulfill a traditional feminine role. Play my rent and I will have your children. Wait. That traditional feminine role thing would have worked. Really? Okay, look, here's No, but they don't want to have kids either, though, so... No, you know what? If I'm a 55-year-old guy trying to date a 19-year-old who's looking for a sugar daddy, I don't want kids either. But traditional feminine role, we can can play with that. Now, um, I don't want the quiet part to be said out loud about my sugar daddy relationship. The fantasy I'm trying to create is that this 19-year-old girl does want me, and not for my money, but because of my awesome stories. Well, I'm sorry that your water is not able to produce the same suspension of disbelief. <laughs> Nestle isn't able to produce the same suspension of disbelief, but I guess that is part of the f- fantasy. I just don't, I don't know if anybody buys that. That's, well, deep down, do I know that this probably, yeah, but it's like, I don't want to be reminded of that. You know, it's like, imagine if you were in some sort of sexual role-playing scenario, where perhaps... You were like a a, a naughty uh, nurse, and then you know there was like a patient who needed a certain kind of healing. Now, if every five seconds you were like, "By the way, I'm not a nurse. I'm not a licensed medical professional. What I'm doing is purely for sexual gratification, and will have no medical medicinal benefit." I would say I have Alzheimer's. Thank God. <laughs> who are you? Why are you dra- I would like to see your license, ma'am. Why are you on top of me? Who are you? Oh my god. What is going on? Call 911 now. So you can see how you know. No, I do, and I agree with you. There's a difference between the 19-year-old girl I'm bringing to the Chateau Marmont and the people that are delivering my sparklets. Yeah, no, I understand why. It, but it, it, something about the transparency of it all just makes me very angry. The transparency? Unreasonably so, yes. The transparency of what specifically? Of the message, like the water thing, for example. Of course you have to charge $10 to deliver water. They're delivering like seven gallons of water at a time, once a month. It's fine. You don't need to put the layers of fancy, like ice the cake, being like, we're doing this to improve our uh, business supply chain. Because I don't give a fuck. I have nothing to do with your fucking mission to hydrate the world or your fucking global supply chain. Just send me a message that says, this is a notification that in two weeks, your deliveries will begin to be charged at a rate of $10 per delivery instead of five. That's all the information we needed. Oh, we both agree on that. But if you're trying to get me to pay your rent, I want icing and fondant <laughs> and a little action figure that looks like me holding a little action figure that looks like your hand. Maybe I just couldn't understand because I'm not a man. Maybe because that would just enrage me. Really? If I was a man, yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. Okay, 
Role playing time. Okay. I'm going to ask you to pay my rent. All right, I'm ready. All right. Now imagine we're at a bungalow at the Chateau Marmont, okay? okay. Who, who's in the next bungalow over? That's right. Ryan Reynolds and his new fuck buddy. And who's on the next bungalow over? That's right. Chelsea Handler. All by herself. It's kind of sad. And now we're in the middle, okay? Okay. All right. Hey, Kevin, uh, I don't want to pay my rent anymore. Can you pay my rent for me? No, get a job. Not very successful, was it? <laughs> now, let's try this. Hey, Kevin, I'm looking to build stability and equity into my life so that I can have more to give. I'm just wondering if there's a way that we could maybe talk about getting me more stable. Oh, what, what, stable in what way? This is uncomfortable to talk about, but I'm, I'm kind of having trouble making ends meet here and there. It's created like a real, an instability and a lack of a sense of safety in my life. There's these things called jobs where you could go and then you exchange hours from your time for money. It's great. You go in and you, you don't, you just do what they tell you to do. It's really easy. You just do what they tell you to do. And then at the end of the week, sometimes it does take like two weeks to get paid for the first time. So those two weeks, you're going to be kind of skint. But after that, you get a check in the mail. It's crazy because it's like all of the hours that you accumulated at the place doing what the guy said, that translates to like dollar signs. And then you can exchange fiscal currency for things like a lease for an apartment or a security, an AGT security system. You know what? Thank, thank you so much. You've given me a lot to think about. Oh, um, I'm sorry. I'll be right back. Just give me one second. Now I'm over in Ryan Reynolds' bungalow. Oh, no. Now, you know, it's going to take, you know how long it's going to take you to find like another 19-year-old sugar baby? According to fucking TikTok, not too long. Look, I would say seven or eight hours <laughs> maybe if that what are you gonna do for those seven or eight hours though or you could just venmo me two grand now this conversation is over and it's hand job o'clock i can't afford not to buy <laughs> i'm just saying i think you're missing kind of the fulcrum of the relationship here yeah no i can never truly understand <laughs> all right what if instead of a 19 year old giving you a hand job what if it was a new season of Watamote? Oh, uh, yeah, I'd give, I'd give somebody a handjob for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. To a 55-year-old, like, double divorcee who's, like, on the sugar daddy circuit... That's like a whole, that's like a new season of Watamote and maybe a new Watamote figurine. Yeah, I guess I just don't think sugar daddies exist. I mean, I guess, I, I think prostitution definitely exists, but I don't believe sugar daddies exist. You don't think sugar daddies exist? Nah. Really? I mean, no, I don't. Let me tell you why I think they do exist. It really cuts down on the paperwork and all the texting. <laughs> it's like, the girl, she knows there's this one guy, and that's great. The guy... He doesn't have to, like, talk to 15 girls. It cuts down on the bureaucracy of sex work. Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay, I changed my mind. Yeah, no, I could totally see, like, a sugar daddy existing. Yeah, I agree with you. Do, maybe the thing that you don't think exists is you don't think that, like, everyone has a Because it seems like from what you're seeing on TikTok... Everyone is in some sort of sugar daddy, sugar baby relationship. Yes, uh-huh. Is that the thing you think is not true? Yes, I think a lot of people are lying about what they do for money 
first of all, and about how much money, what they're what they're getting paid for. But that's just my opinion, man. What do, you, do I know? Do you think that they're maybe lying to an audience of fourteen year olds to maybe make their lives seem more interesting to like get their attention? And then they could use that attention and parlay that into influencer deals. Influencer deals and money. But what do they need money for if they're already married to a rich or not married? No, they're a stay-at-home girlfriend. There's a TikTok going around right now that's called Sugar Daddies Do Exist because there's a TikTok going around right now of a woman. She's like, a day in my life as a 25-year-old stay-at-home girlfriend. And basically what she does is just make matcha lattes and go to Starbucks and clay it around the house. And it's like, this is nuts. This is, what, what is, and people are so mad about it too. What specifically are they mad about? They're mad about the fact that it just looks so boring. They're not mad. They're just like, this looks so boring. This looks like hell. And then at one point she's like journaling. And if you pause and you zoom in on her journal page, it says like feeling unfulfilled with life, no friends or connections with family. And like, feeling stagnant in my career like it's very dystopian kind of oh wait i screenshot it i can read you what her uh problems in her life are sure. according to this one page of her journal All that i right. guess she decided to include in the video uh the first one is unsatisfied with my looks which who among us <laughs> uh second one is stagnation in my career slash satisfaction slash fulfillment Okay, wait a minute. It seems like she's doing her career perfectly. She's making martial lattes. She's going to Starbucks. She's cleaning around. Like, she's reached the zenith of the, of the stay-at-home girlfriend. Yeah, I don't know what career she's talking about. She's specifically, I don't know, maybe she sells courses or some dumb shit. Okay. And the last one is lack of fun, social life, and excitement. That's the boyfriend's problem. You think so? Yeah, because it's like, look, she's giving you a clean apartment. She's making delicious martial lattes. Does she look, do you think she looks nice, this lady, this girl? Uh, yeah, she's pretty. So there you go. It's like, hey, this guy's got to be taking her around more. Rent a, rent a fast car and go speeding down the highway. Take her to a fun park. Take her to a raging river, raging waters, or raging rapids. Something with the word raging in the time. Take her to Bush Gardens. Go to a museum or something. She's doing everything in this relationship, it sounds like. This guy's got to step up. I know, yeah. I don't know what he's doing. But, oh, wait, I guess he goes to work. <laughs> well, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yes, of course he does. If she's a live-in... Look, if someone has the phrase stay at home in their title, it means the other one leaves the home, right? Yeah, assumedly. Of course. But what, are you, what is he doing with that money? He's got to be taking her to fancy parties and going to rooftop this and playing cornhole that and they got to do things she says that how she's going to correct this is something that she's going to work on is more self-care and are not set goals in parentheses attainable <laughs> i don't know what that means but i don't know how much more self-care she could have right she does like a 45 minute skincare routine twice a day I and mean, i think i'm pretty fucking nuts and i don't even know that that's a lot of skincare twice Christ, a day twice a day she has the crazy mask that we saw from sephora Can there's you tell people about this mask there's in sephora a insane like it looks like michael myers from uh halloween you put it on your face and i guess it gives out uh uv light but not uv light because that makes you look old like high ultra red or ultra whatever the fucking red light is that's very bright it's supposed to stimulate like collagen production or some shit 
it looks terrifying. It's scary. And it's $500. And she has it. And she straps it to her face twice a day. It looks like a hockey mask. It's like a hockey mask with a laser inside it. And you put it on. And it's supposed to make your skin nice. And there's no way this thing works. You know what? Actually, I bet here's how this thing works. Because an hour and a half of your day... Your face is not exposed to anything. The elements. The elements at all. And yeah. so it's like, okay, yeah, you know, I, look, if you keep a golf ball in a bag, it's not going to get all sandy and roughed up. But golf balls were made to be whacked with that club, Rancho. Yeah, I guess I'm <laughs> whacking my, she's not whacking her face enough. So she's seeing results. Yeah, no, you would see results. Okay. That's a lot of self-care. Yeah, I don't know what more self-care is going to set goal attainable. I mean, that's also <laughs> because that means that she started with unattainable goals like getting a job or developing hobbies or seeing my friends. Look, this is kind of what it sounds like to me. It kind of sounds like a lot of her family and friends are like, we don't want you hanging out with this like 70 year old German like oil magnate creep who like you're living in his like side chick apartment when he's with his wife and kids. And so as a result, she has to be like, no, you don't understand me. You don't understand what me and Gurton have. Like, and so she has to like cut them all out of her life. And of course she did. They weren't telling her what she wanted to hear. They had to go. I don't know. I hear the phrase set goal attainable and it gives me the same energy as sometimes I'll be almost done with my day. and I'll be like, Sriracha, you didn't eat a single fucking vegetable today. Walk your ass down to the store. Get a pear. Get something green and put it in your body. <laughs> like just eat a vegetable. The bar is on the ground. Set a goal. Make it attainable. Eat a piece of lettuce. You can do it. Come on, let's focus. Hustle, Saranja. Maybe you can even get two down there. That is not an attainable goal for you, and I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's not. Because today you haven't eaten any vegetables. Is that true? Let me think. What did I eat today? No, I ate broccoli. That wasn't broccoli. It was Chinese food broccoli, but still. That was real bad. It was microwaved. It was like some sort of awful Franken broccoli. Yeah. I usually do eat vegetables, though. Do you? Yes, I eat vegetables every day. I make my chop, my parrot chop, which is what I, listeners, I eat the do same. You make the parrot chop. I don't, I mean, I make it and eat it. By that, I mean, I cook the vegetables all together with turkey and then I shovel it in my gullet. You but those vegetables are pre-chopped. Yes, but then You're I'm not ma making the chop. But what I call that food I make every day, listeners, I eat the same meal every single day. And it's actually been helping with like my muscle growth. Yeah, damn right. Uh, it's a half a cup of short grain rice. And then I make this thing on a pan with just a little bit of olive oil and a bunch of vegetables, peppers and celery and carrots and onions. And then I cook it in turkey. But if you start cooking the turkey at the same time that you start cooking the vegetables, they get like they fry themselves in the turkey. Like the juices is very good. And then I mix it with the rice and I call it my parrot chop because it looks like that uh, stuff you make for birds. It does look like and a, I eat the same thing every day. It does look like a meal you'd give to a bird, but it looks like a meal that a bird would fucking love. Uh, yeah, but those have vegetables in it. They do. No, you're right. Sometimes I just don't see you eat at all. No, sometimes I don't eat at all. I remember the other night it was like eight o'clock and I was like, you I was like, I'm gonna take you out to eat right now because you haven't eaten. And I bet you're real dizzy and you didn't even realize it. And you were like, Oh yeah, I haven't eaten all day. 
worries me. Yeah, it does. Sometimes I vape instead of eating. That's cool, though. Yeah, what you're that doing way, there is yeah. cool. I don't want to... Don't please don't get the wrong idea. That's really cool. Listener, go buy a vaporizer. If you're on a diet, go buy a vaporizer pen. Best decision I ever made. Gives you cancer, but you will not be hungry. Remember that hot minute when there were a bunch of ads on top of taxi cabs? Well, first off, remember taxi cabs? Oh, well, they were good shit. But that there were a bunch of ads that were like, don't eat your vitamins, vape them with <laughs> the Vitavape. That was a thing? Yes. That was a when I like moved to New York like ten years ago. Like those were all over yellow cabs, and then we found out that vaping your vitamins kills you. Yeah, and it also sounds like it wouldn't work. No, why would why would burning your vitamins to why would super eating your vitamins to a crisp? You, I guess you would be introducing it directly to your bloodstream, which is like not good. Like there's a reason your stomach. Break stuff down, right? Not your lungs. Right. Do I want a lot of like vitamin K and calcium and vitamin A and vitamin B12 just flowing around my blood? And by the way, I don't know the answer. I might. I imagine no, because we don't have the options as human beings to eat by either chewing and swallowing to our stomach or shoving them in our nose and putting them in our lungs. You know, you're right. We don't often inject our pudding. But if we could, I would. <laughs> I can't wait. Putting in my mouth takes too long. Okay, look. Speaking of can't wait. I, just can't, I can't wait to bring this last thing. I'm going to wrap up the show. Fucking Sarancha. Fucking Sarancha over here. <laughs> here we go. For days and days, Sarancha's like, I've got this great idea. I want to go on a 16-mile hike. I want to go from the very top of Harlem to the very bottom of Brooklyn. She goes, it's a 16-mile hike. I, I've timed it. I've, I've worked it all out. It'll take seven hours where we cross the Brooklyn Bridge. You want to do it? And of course I don't, listeners. <laughs> you know I don't. I know I don't. She, deep down, she knows I don't. But I'm like, yeah, no, I'd love to, I'd love to do this with you. Because if I don't, you're going to get kidnapped. At some point on this hike, someone's just going to throw you into a truck. Just Rancho walking around weird parts of New York City. She doesn't understand all by herself, looking all cute. No, no, no. Kidnapping bait right here. <laughs> Rancho. True or false? I'm too fat to be kidnapped. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that you say that about yourself. Say it about Ed Sheeran, not about you. Okay, yeah, kidnap. I am so kidnappable. <laughs> I just think you're like the number one nap target. I am America's number one kidnapping target. <laughs> I genuinely think so. It's <laughs> look at you. You're so cute. Oh, my God. All right, continue. So I go on this walk with her. It's disgustingly difficult to do. It's so hard. My legs still hurt. It's days later. And then, of course, I catch a cold. Of course I catch a cold from this walk. My body isn't designed to operate at 16-mile clips, okay? I get super-duper sick. She doesn't believe me that I'm sick, even though there's snot coming out of every hole I've got. <laughs> and so it's Tuesday, and we had scheduled forever on Tuesday that I was going to take her to this thing called the Y2 Quiz. It was like a Y2K trivia night. And I'm fucking downing NyQuil and I'm dying and there's snot all over. She comes in the bedroom. She's like, so uh, no, uh, no Y2 Quiz tonight? 
I'm like, what? 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 <laughs> that was even in the realm of possibility in your mind? That we'd go to the Y2 quit? I'm dying over here because of the walk. You made me go on to make sure you didn't get kidnapped. And then she gets all sad that we're not going to the Y2 quiz. So I'm like, you know what? All right. I'm going to get some Dayquil. And I'm going to see if I can put a battery in my back to go to the Y2 <laughs> quiz. And I down a shot of Dayquil. And I throw on some clothes. And I'm trying to get her the Y2 quiz. And she at some point is like, hey, you know, I can tell that you look like you're about to die. You know, we don't have to go to the Y2 quiz. You couldn't tell before that I was about to die. I had to throw on clothes and take very slow, careful walks down the stairs. I almost died leaving the apartment to go to the Y2. You want a Y2 quiz? Here's a Y2 quiz for you. Who wrote the song every every morning when I wake up at the on on the corner of my front post bed? It's Sugar Ray. Can I make my response now? I've been I've genuinely been waiting for you to interrupt. I'm okay. sorry. No, I'm waiting for a rebuttal because I need a full rebuttal. Okay, well then let me see if I can give you one or two more Y2 quiz questions. Go for it. Okay, these these two princes. Made a bunch of great songs during the 2000s. Oh, they were great. Oh, but Bill O'Reilly wouldn't want them in his zone. Who is it? What? The what? Spin Doctors. Why does that have to do with Bill O'Reilly? Because Bill O'Reilly had the no spin zone. Oh. And obviously <laughs> Spin Doctors, that's the last place they'd want to be. I guess just to bring it home, rule of threes, uh, well, this young lady wasn't quite a girl, but she was not yet a woman. Madonna. No, it's Britney Spears. Oh, fuck. Are you the serious? The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. What I would have done so poorly at that quiz. That, don't you remember Britney Spears' first movie? No. Crossroads. She had, the, she had that song where she's like, I'm not a girl, but I'm not quite a woman. It's her essentially like trying to have it both ways. I mean, I didn't. I would, probably wasn't allowed to watch that movie. You were allowed to watch Crossroads? I guess not. She was at the crossroads between childhood and adulthood. Well, let me tell you about some crossroads. Fucking first of all, point number one, your honor, eat my shit. You are such a fucking baby. What the fuck? How many times on that walk did I tell you, oh, are you tired? Why don't you get on the train? Oh, are you tired? Why don't you get on the train? Go ahead. Get on the train. You were offered multiple chances to get on the fucking train. Did you get on the fucking train? I'd like to point True, out. True. Yes it's a yes or no question. Did you get on the fucking train? After I asked you multiple times, would you like to go home? No. Did you keep pushing? It's a very simple yes or no question. Yes. Yes. Okay. So how in the fuck is this my fault that you're a baby bitch? I could do it. I did 16 miles. Let me tell you what inspired this little journey of fucking ours. Can I? I? You got your chance to talk. You talked for like two minutes. But But the fact that you asked me a question does introduce the idea of a rebuttal. Okay, go ahead. Hey, listener, you want to get on the train like a baby bitch? You want to give up and cry and whine about, like a baby bitch? If you ask someone if they want to get on the train like that, of course they're going to say no. Now, here's how you do it. You go, stereos. 
I'm worried about your safety and I order you to get on this train. At no point will your masculinity be threatened. Oh, okay. So instead of doing that and saving yourself the pain, you just got in your podcast and bitched and cried and moaned and crapped and complained about the fact that you had to walk. 16 miles. 16 miles. You had, I, what I'm trying to communicate is that you had an opportunity to not do that. And I even told you I would make fun of you, but I would not make you feel bad. I'll make fun of you a little bit but you could have gone home you could have gone home second of all let me tell you what inspired this journey listener i've been watching a bunch of videos on youtube called britain's fattest walk or something and it's about a bunch of obese kids walking from i think it's from london to scotland or maybe the other way around i don't remember but it's a total of like 500 miles and they walk something like 25 miles a day and i wanted to see if my body could handle that so why are you recovering from it seven days later when a bunch of fat british kids could walk a fraction of what you walked are you asking me why i got sick when a bunch of fat british kids didn't yes i don't know all i know is it's your fault it's your fault it's at one million percent your fault how could you even think why to quiz was anywhere on the table it wasn't in the solar system of things we could have done. <laughs> I could have done it. I could have went there and got every question wrong, apparently, according to those trivia questions you just gave me. I could have done it. And by the way, listener, it was like 20 miles because we took some detours. You know those kids that are walking from Scotland to London? Beautiful scenery. They, they get to meet new people. And I believe when they finally do get to Scotland, they go to that McDonald's in Scotland. Which is pretty great. That's a great reward. What was my reward for walking 20 miles? My reward was I needed your help to untie my shoes. Because I couldn't bend down that far anymore to untie them. And I know listeners, you'd be like, you could have just gotten home at any point. I'd like to bring up that my masculinity is very fragile. And she knows that. Yeah, I did. And I did. And I was going to pick at it and call you a baby fucking bitch. But you know what? You're going to either. Okay. So you've chosen instead, instead of being a baby bitch on that day, you're going to be a baby bitch on this day. Yes. I, I walked the 20 miles. You can't say I didn't walk the 20 miles. The whole time, I'm making sure she doesn't get hit by cars because it was a weird topsy-turvy, upside-downy world where I was very careful in crossing the street and she was just like blustering down them because she was like, I got to keep my heart rate up. You were just like, you were dashing across the roads. It's, I was on a mission, listener. I was on a mission. Let me tell you, I recommend 20-mile walk. I do. It's very interesting. Like, if you have a question of whether or not your body can handle it, give it a shot because those last three miles, those really fucked me. I don't know what it was, but I, we were like cruising for most of that journey. And then on the last three miles, we had to stop like every block. Yeah, we did. We had to keep getting energy cookies and energy nachos <laughs> to refill our energy meter. You know, walking is not really exercise. There's a reason, like, the most out-of-shape Brits can walk, like, all that way. It, it really, it's not really doing... Here's why in America we have such a hard-on about walking in 10,000 steps, because it's literally better than nothing. <laughs> it is barely, barely better than nothing, if we 
had gone on a one-mile run, I think we would have burnt more calories and it would have been better for our health than a 16-mile walk. I mean, see, then Asterios, what would Greek gods like Hermes or Apollo think of you? You just admit that you got brought down by something that isn't even exercise. Do you mean Hermes? Yes. (laughs) You... Hermes? Hermes? That's how they pronounce it. The, the shoes? I think that's different. <laughs> Is it? I thought it was named after. I you th- know what? Fuck me. I might be stupid, listener, but my I can walk 20 miles. I can walk 20 miles? Without complaining. <laughs> without bitching on a podcast. That's what I can do. As serious can correctly pronounce the names of Greek gods, I can walk 20 miles. Can you admit that your love of 2000s trivia blinded you to the to the harsh reality that was your fiance was on his deathbed? Yes, I need to I need to um I need to make a formal apology. Okay. I deeply 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 apologize that you walking brought you down like to a level where most people, you know, people have cancer and were able to function better than you were yesterday. And still I'm so sick. I deeply apologize that that happened to you and that I tried to lift your spirits by bringing you to the Y2 quiz. And for that, I am sorry. I'll give you a Y2 quiz right now. Okay, yeah, give me You it. want a Y2 quiz? Here you go. Here you go, hot shot. <laughs> Here's a Y2 quiz for you. This man made a list of a hundred people he wronged, and he set to, he set to try to right all of the wrongs. What was his was name? Oh, my name is Earl. That's right. Now for bonus points, oh. a famous two thousands y kind of video game <laughs> had the name Earl in it, but the other name was Gross. It was Blank and Earl. What's the video game? Penis. It's Toe Jam and Earl. Oh. It's not penis. You think there's a video <laughs> game called Penis and Earl? I'd never heard it at all, so I, I just guessed. I'm sorry. I apologize. It was it was an educated guess because penises are gross. I don't think they're gross. I mean, they can be, but anything could be gross. I guess that's true. Penises can also be beautiful. <laughs> can they? I've never seen a beautiful penis. Sometimes in the right light. Look, I think if you got a penis, one of those Sia-style, like, curtains. Oh, yeah. Oh, just put it over the little top. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you'd slowly turn the rod, and it's like, mm. if you If there was some mystery built to it. Right. Like, you got it. You meet a girl, and you start getting busy. You get down. You put the little hat on. She goes, oh, you're uncircumcised. Exactly. It's like a kinder surprise egg. A kinder surprise egg with a penis head. Yes. Well, listeners... I'm sick. I got to go lie down now. I don't feel good at all, and it's her fault. I'm sorry. That, I, we love you, though, listeners. Don't let it, don't, don't get it twisted. You're great, right? We love you, listeners. We love you. Hopefully next week, Asterios won't have to, like, go to the grocery store or anything. That way, uh, your episode, he won't be too tired to record the episode. You know how long it took me to go to the laundromat? Because of this sickness that you gave me. This sickness that the just fumes of New York. I'm telling you, you, I'm telling, I'm like, I'm sure, I'm sure I've got COVID-19. Listeners, I do not recommend walking the Brooklyn Bridge. It is bad. 
Oh, God, the Brooklyn Bridge sucks. Walk the Brooklyn side of it. Because the Manhattan side starts out at the Gotham, whatever, the fucking police station. And there are people selling shit on the bridge, like on the middle part of the bridge, you know, where there's a limited amount of space uh, in diameter to walk across. Yeah, no, there are people just ha- shitting up the bridge with tables of fake merchandise and keychains. And people just fucking stop in the middle of the road and look at shit. It's amazing. At some point when you're walking the Brooklyn Bridge, you'd think, well, I've walked, I've been walking on the Brooklyn Bridge for a while now. Surely they're not trying to sell bumper stickers and magnets and keychains. Turn to your right. Oh, no, they still are. There's still a guy trying to sell keychains and bumper stickers and magnets for a dollar each. And I think that that price is so low that it's suspect. If they were $5 keychains, I think I would have bought one. I don't, these $1 keychains, I don't know who you murdered to get these $1 Statue of Liberty keychains. I was thinking about that. I was like, did these, did somebody throw these out? Did you find these? Why are they only a dollar? How are you selling them for a dollar? How can anything be a dollar today? Well, listeners, for just $2, you can get (laughs) so many goddamn bonus episodes of the loudest podcast. We've got this rich, textured, history of back episodes amazing old D campaigns old reviews of survivor our old sci-fi uh a game show kids advice shows we're giving advice to kids if you go to patreon.com you pledge two dollars and you give these old episodes new life again every time you hear them in your earballs. yeah our new episodes me and nico put out an episode of uh dark side gels recently we talked about um the stupid bitch that cheated on adam levine like uh we clown on her for a little bit that was really good and then yeah i forget what else we talk about but constant 90 day fiance chatter on that show if you like that shit if you're into that <laughs> And coming up on the next episode of um, The Lime of the Coconuts, we're going to try the adult Happy Meals. I wanted an adult Happy Meal, but I couldn't bring myself to, like, go there and order one. And then Jinjo texted me, and he was like, you know, we've talked a lot about Happy Meals at our show. Why don't we get the adult Happy Meals? I was like, oh, for content, you say? Oh, yeah, I want the cactus plant flea market box or whatever it's called. Yeah, I want that grimace that looks like a butt plug. And with the one with like six eyes. Yeah, what's with those? I like them. I can't wait to find out what they did. I'm really excited. Me too. All right, and that's it for the last podcast. We'll talk to you next week. Bye!